0: All right, so I'll start. Welcome to Oh Brother, Not Another Podcast. We are an official Apple Podcast and can be found on 876,000 other hmm. podcast platforms. Uh, my name is Migs Burroughs. And I'm Trace
1: Burroughs. And today uh, we're excited to have on our show Dave Mason, who who's had a musical career that spans over 50 years. Uh, he's a, one of the founding members of Traffic, he's played on records. Uh, with Paul McCartney, George Harrison, the Rolling Stones, Jimi Hendrix, Eric Clapton, Michael Jackson, Wings, David Crosby, Graham Nash, Steve Winwood, Fleetwood Mac, Delaney and Bonnie, Leon Russell, and Cass Elliott. I mean...
0: He hasn't played with I'm me.
1: List <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for you right there. Um, yeah. So I'm a little, God, do you have any questions? Because I have a lot, but...
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we should just for so people know what your your tour schedule is, so they can they can locate you and see you. So, are are you at the beginning or middle end of the tour?
2: Well, it's probably all on the website at DaveMasonMusic.com. dot com. Okay, um, it ends on the twenty second of July,
1: and and tomorrow the first, you'll be at the Ridgefield Playhouse in Ridgefield, Connecticut, yeah. and people can buy tickets by going to RidgefieldPlayhouse.org. dot org. Yep.
0: Yeah and you've played mm-hmm. in our I hometown think. westport you probably don't remember you played so many the levitt pavilion in westport connecticut you've played mm-hmm. yeah Yeah. oh yes yeah. which i've seen um actually on one occasion well i'm sorry i I'll, this me my uh you it was raining and and they closed the show and the the word was or the rumor was that years ago you you would you were doing a concert when there was a thunderstorm and somebody was either hit by lightning or died by a lightning strike on stage. So you refuse to play when it rains. Is that? Is there any truth to any of that?
2: Um, I remember there was a, if the stage wasn't covered, I wouldn't be, when it was raining, then no, I wouldn't play. Right. Period. Um, I think, no, one of my, I think it was, it wasn't anything to do with a thunderstorm it wasn't a very uh, early band that I had back in my hometown I think uh, some more uh, I heard that the bass player um Michael Meredith was his name I think um, he got electrocuted today. uh holding a guitar and he touched the microphone. It wasn't grounded,
0: so he oh but it had nothing nothing to do with the storm oh okay anyway, that well, clears that up. Yeah, go ahead, Trace. So, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah,
1: uh, so you were uh, in one interview. I heard that, like you, you were sick in the hospital for a year and a half. Like you were you, you, when you're young, younger, young. So, yeah. what wh- was that all about? What happened to you? I had a perthes hip, I
2: had a bent hip bone. Oh. So I was strapped on a metal frame for eight months.
0: <sighs> wow. And
2: then I learned to walk again. <clears throat>
1: But I, that's what that was so you heard that your hip in an accident or something yeah 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 fell out fell
2: out of a fell out of, fell out of a stable loft onto uh, uh from the uh from the hay loft.
1: so how did you get to play with jimi hendrix um how did- hendrix was
2: uh <clears throat> um just casually met in a, one of the uh sort of semi-private clubs in London that everybody went to um, uh, pretty much because that's where everybody was anyway, was in one place in London and we just got to talking and that's basically how I got to know him and he was a fan and I was a fan and I mean we both liked each other's music so and it just got sort of developed into hanging out a few times and then um, And then i finished up playing on uh, on watchtower and singing on crosstown traffic and there was there's about either uh, some of the tracks that i did with him where i played bass
0: and sitar but i i have, really don't know what happened to those mm-hmm. Yeah, that you know they whenever they ask um, you know these desert island disc things what's the one record you take with you and this is the truth and i'm saying it for your benefit all along the watchtower by Jimi hendrix is my absolute faith i could listen to that endlessly and never get tired of it you played what 12 string on that yeah the acoustic guitar part on there yes yeah that's a a phenomenal song never gets i never get tired of it but
1: oh yeah no it's great track yeah how how did you get connected with uh, michael jackson that's sort of like an odd (laughs) mix with all those other guys that are like yeah you know oh (laughs)
2: Yeah, I was doing the last album I did for Columbia and I had a song um, that needed a high vocal part and I was in the one studio and actually he was, he was in the other studio. um, I'm not sure which album he was working on, Thriller or something, um, and they were on a break. So I figured I'd just go ask him if he'd be, if he'd mind singing the harmony part on this one song. And I walked over to his studio and he was standing in the doorway, actually. And I said, Hi, I'm Dave Mason. And um, I was wondering if maybe if you were up for it, you'd come do this harmony part for me and sort of looked at me for a minute. And he said, You know, when I was when I was 12 years old, 12 years of age, I did a, um, a TV special with Diana Ross. And he said, and the last song we did on that special was a song called Feeling All Right. So, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Whatever yeah, if, you want.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're known for listeners, you know, some Feeling All Right, which a million cover bands do every weekend around the world. <laughs> and I, yeah, <laughs> yep. I've, I've learned, I learned the lyrics to that so I could sing it at like open mics and that kind of thing.
0: But you, you wrote that when you were 19. I'm just curious, this is an oddball question. Right. Let's say, could you have 19 or 20? Yeah. If you had never written another song, could you have retired on that song alone? No. No? Oh, good. No. No. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's covered again. It's, it's so popular and covered, but it's about
2: over 50 major artists have done it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Okay. Well, I have retired on it. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, and, and speaking of that song, uh, whatever, ha- I love this. It, 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 it's during COVID, I guess, Dave Mason and the quarantines, Nick Fleetwood, Sammy, yeah. Hager, Michael McDonald, Pat's all the doobies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that a one-off thing you guys, or did the quarantines do anything?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. That was just a, uh, <clears throat> little mm-hmm. thing put, to, um, I called everybody and see if they were up for doing it just to sort of give everybody a little sort of, um, you know, I don't know. Um, just put something out there while everybody was sort of sequestered away or quarantined as we
0: Yeah were called. So a, Yeah. I encourage people to look for that video, the Dave Mason and the quarantines. It's really <laughs> Oh great. yeah,
2: it came out great. Yeah, yeah, it came out
0: really well. Considering we were all in different places, for sure. Was it recorded simultaneously, or did everybody do their tracks and just send them in?
2: No, everybody had to do it separately and Send oh. them in john mc John McPhee was a big help in putting all that together, but yes,
0: no, that's all piece piece together, yeah, that's super and and the other version it doesn't it
2: doesn't look it doesn't come it doesn't feel like
0: it is but but it was no, it feels totally like spontaneous, you realize that people are in different places, but it seems like you know there was a countdown and you were all played together at the at the same time no. <laughs> <laughs> And, and the and the other great version of feeling all right, I mean, there's a million of them. Is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame version uh, with Keith Richard, Tom Petty, ZZ Top, Jackson Brown, Jeff Lynne, Steve Winwood. I mean, oh. was that was that a, a highlight?
2: Uh it's a pretty awesome band. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and who I, who uh, I'm always curious who orchestrates the egos in these things that's a good you, you know, you got tom petty you know keith richards you you <clears throat> actually got all these you know a-list guitar players so who curates the egos in those kind of things yes. mediates mediates the oh,
2: that's, that's just they have a that's just part of the rock and roll thing they for, for not just oh, the show, a, but for any the time nobody shows. nobody really they just pick us you know they just wanted to do that that was uh, they wanted to do that song right
0: um and and they usually have everybody that's on the show be part of it but doesn't somebody might you know wants to do the lead who decides who gets to do the lead who gets to do the rhythm who gets to do this or you just all it just works out
2: uh as far as I remember I, th- I think the, the verses are um Kid Rock does a great verse hmm. somebody else does a verse uh, I I, bas- I basically sang one of the verses, played a little bit of guitar in it, but basically it's just I I, I don't I, I don't I mean what um ah uh, darn um David Letterman's band um when he was oh, doing hey. a show
1: yeah.
2: um was the with uh, the house band so and they were pretty much curating what was going you know music for the evening i guess um especially for things like that
0: yeah no i love those i love those um Mash-ups of all that like, yeah at the end are, famous musicians yeah you know and my guitar gently weeps that one at the rock and roll hall of fame there's a couple others oh and hart does at, mm-hmm. at the led zeppelin's induction at the kennedy center the, that phenomenal group thing it's always amazing um ah. So, so what uh through, through all the different bands of musicians
1: you played with, what was like your best experience?
2: They're all great experiences. I mean, there isn't really any one. I mean Yeah, yeah. Um probably I'm probably Hendrix. I was just more a little more more involved mm-hmm. in that. Um but certainly playing with Hendrix, but they've all been there's something there, you know, yeah. Um, in all of them,
1: so you've and got, couple, um, and there's been a few, <laughs> you've got a couple of uh charities that you're fond of, Rock Our Vets, and um, some, well, mostly Rock Our Vets, yeah. Um, why, how do yeah, you look at that?
2: Yeah, that's a good. That's just a friend of mine. Of mine, we started it. We sort of, it's been handed over to uh, another friend of ours at the moment, and mostly, um, uh, but it was basically we we just support. Started out just supporting um all our military vets, mm-hmm. but um, at this point we we really support any uniformed service, law enforcement, fire, um. But again, mostly prominently uh military
1: and what kind of support is it like what do they get what what well, things what things they need yeah food Be anything clothes
2: laptops food clothing, food uh we have one guy put a farm together, another uh cleaning service um so it's all kinds of
0: stuff it's not just it's not just money right um, they need any things you know where, where can people where should they log on to to access to donate to, to uh
2: well i guess rock i th- i forget where i don't know whether it's but it's rock our vets
0: yeah. i forget whether it's a dot, a dot com or a dot org yeah i think it's, uh, um, yeah i think it's a dot org they'll find it it's just rock yeah rock our vets yeah please go ahead and because they need help yeah Right, yeah,
1: they don't. Uh, you know, they send them out to fight these fights, and they put their life on the line. And when they come back, I hear so many stories of you know they're not getting the the support uh, for oh. afterwards. That should be part. No, of they're it. not. They're
2: not. That's why little things. That's why charities like us exist, which is yeah, kind of
0: crazy, but that's the way that is. So, I in one of the interviews, I or in maybe a couple, you 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 talked about or asked about fame and 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 you seem very um that seemed to be an, uh, one of the contributing factors of leaving um traffic and you were uncomfortable with fame i mean from every other interview i'm have heard, i sorry with what fame fame you know becoming oh famous. that
2: was after the first album when we first started yeah um yeah i was i was young but like eighteen, eighteen, nineteen 18 19 years old
0: but most interviews you hear or, you know, used to hearing with, you know, musicians, famous musicians or in famous groups, you know, they, you ask them, why did you get into it? And they say, oh, I got into it for the women and the fame. <laughs> what did you get? You got into it just for I music. never got. Yeah. I,
2: I know I I got into it. I got into it because I love music. I love playing. Right. And, uh, and also... Um, no i didn't really get into it for the, the the fame was not a uh was not a primary uh, reason at all um um but i just i just it's i just got into it i love playing and i wasn't going to be working nine to five so mm-hmm. that was evident and so it, it was either I guess uh,
0: be a musician or a life of crime, one or the other. <laughs> are you good at that? Is that your is just, that your fallback? Are you good at well, crime? A lot of people in this
2: business, a, pe- a lot of people in this business are yeah. pretty close on the border. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it's just a
2: bunch it. of pirates. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really. I've heard that. So when you so when you start start playing guitar, like what, what? How old were you? I mean, who inspired? What was your inspiration at that time? What musicians? Hank Mar- Hank Marvin. Hank Marvin. I know. Hank Marvin the Shadows. The Shadows is that a British band?
2: That's a British band that had many top five
0: records all over the world except America. Hmm. Because you do you do uh, give American music a lot of credit for saying you know there's in 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 the '60s you know that's all Brits you know that's what you guys grew up on with these imports you know and um,
2: well you get you get you get all the credit I mean there let's <clears> put <throat> well guitar wise there wouldn't there wouldn't be a me or there wouldn't be an Eric Clapton and there wouldn't be a Rolling Stones and there wouldn't be a Jeff Beck if it wasn't for pretty much all the American blues guitar players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it, it all. It's all uniquely American music. Everything, everything except traditional country music. I mean, real country music, not not what they pass off as country music these days. Real country music that has its roots in Europe. Everything oh. else, it's got its all its roots here in America. Jazz, blues, gospel, mm. rock and roll, you name it. So
1: country music has. So we
2: just copied it. We just copied it and put our own little spin on it. I mean, most of that Led Zeppelin album is just all lifted, oh, blues oh, yeah. licks and blues I, riffs. And, yeah, and cream <laughs> Somebody else did it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you, but you blew it up. You, they you took know, it to a
1: next level. Yeah,
0: another level, enhanced it and, and electrified it. and yeah. So you of,
1: said you, um, country music, it's what started out in Europe. I didn't know that. Original, I
2: mean, authentic country, you know, a bluegrass, you know, early... Yeah. Bluegrass—it's that's pretty much European heritage.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I always thought it was you know like people in Appalachia or something. Yeah, yeah.
2: well, that's where they were a lot of that's where they're mostly all from. Oh, right. <laughs> I keep I keep have to remind people, you know, that the uh, at the Alamo there was Crockett
0: and Travis and Bowie—they're all English. Yeah, oh, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> so. As we get we both. Um, I, I was in. We both been to London in the early day. I was in London in 1965 and used to go to the Marquee all the time, and I saw yeah. the Spencer Davis Group and Stevie. I was 19. Stevie Wynwood was 16 at the time, and he was mm-hmm. this wonder child. You know that nobody, you know, yeah. people couldn't believe it. Did you ever play? <clears throat> did you ever play with Spencer Davis or at the Marquee?
2: Uh, excuse me. Well, I'm singing on "Somebody Help Me" and give me some loving, and I'm a man.
0: Oh, and
2: uh, yeah. so um, yeah, and I had to—I actually had to stand in for Steve one night when he didn't turn up. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I knew all knew all those people.
1: But yeah, you- I used to go when uh, I went there in '71. So, um, uh, and I used to go to the Marquee and then go to the Speakeasy. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
2: speakeasy, that's pretty much where everybody kind of hung out. There was Scotch of St. James, the uh, speakeasy.
0: Right, yeah. Uh, and there was one other one, I forget. The Elbow Room? No, Elbow, I don't know. The Ram Jam Club, does that sound familiar? No, I forget which other one it was. But most of the
2: late night semi-private ones were the, would be the speakeasy speakeasies in the
0: Scotch of St. James and um, I can't remember what the other one was. So that was a a really uh, you know creative, uh, I don't know what you call it Petri dish for for (laughs) British rock. Oh
2: the 60s and um, well pretty much for everything. Yeah. Fashion.
0: Yeah. Music.
2: um, You know a lot of stuff. But it was a you know, that's where everybody finished up in pretty much, you know, one place, London. So it beca- it's became very focused. Uh, and that's pretty much where a lot of the stuff that I did is was from was there, because it was you inevitably ran into everybody.
0: Right. Yes. And it wasn't, it was very, um, I think you were asked this on another one, but it, it wasn't you didn't find it feel it competitive, right? I mean you're 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 very it was sort of collegial. Everybody wanted to, you know, kinda just make it happen for everybody. You you didn't really feel competitive with I mean there was been... Um I don't know, there was always of course there's always some competitive
2: stuff going on. Hmm. But uh But it was but you know, there's very few studios. Everybody's pretty much using the same one. And you engineers were just a handful and so you just
0: you know you'd cross paths in a lot of different ways you said something that kind of surprised me in one of the interviews also is that um because it's it it's not it doesn't fit the typical mold of you said you had very supportive parents uh we didn't <laughs> we're visual artists <laughs> we, we're visual artists our parents did not support us at all but um well i i'd I not, I not my father wasn't no i mean it was my mother really and was either of them musician far- <laughs> What did
1: your father want you to be if not a musician? His dream for you.
2: My dad. My my dad was born in
0: 1894.
2: Wow. Okay. Yeah. My father was in the was right out of the Victorian era. My dad was fighting in 1914 18 war in Salonika. and my my half brother was driving tanks in North Africa in the Second World War. So, wow that's it
0: so he had you relate in life i'm where that you and i are the same age we're both 76 but um your father he would have been 52. yeah wow uh,
1: yeah our dad would be 108 or something if <laughs> you're still alive he died he was
0: born in 1912 so he would have been uh yeah yeah yeah
1: so yeah my dad's dream for me was to be um in the average, if I worked for Jay Walter Thompson on Madison <laughs> Avenue, that would have gotten them all excited. Makes it. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so Dave, so what, what, what would be your, what was your dad's dream for you, like, that to
0: make if, him happy?
1: Yeah, what, make him happy. Oh, I don't know anything but what I was doing. <laughs> oh.
0: but, did, <laughs> yes. but but you're but your mom was sort of a secret supporter. I mean, did they clash over it? Well, they... she was She was just, you know, determined to sort of let me go my own path. Yeah, that's nice, that's really nice. Yeah. Do, you have s- do you have siblings? She was She was tough. Oh, a good work ethic? Because that's something you obviously have. That's
2: what I grew up with There's a work ethic, a good work yeah. ethic. Seems to be lacking in America these days.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately. No, well, there's a whole sense of entitlement to too to many people, but um, it's another story. But, uh, <laughs> 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 Dude, <laughs> do you have siblings? No, Others, they're they all past. They're all gone. Oh, And do you have a family yourself?
2: Uh, I'm married.
0: I'm, yeah. We're a friend. I have a daughter who's...
2: Um, unfortunately i don't know so she's wandering around somewhere out there
0: mm. in the abyss mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's grown up she's a grown woman yeah well that's the thing yeah who do we talk to colin blundstone from the zombies he has a daughter and it's kind of like yeah they're just out there you know <laughs> they're, they're adults i mean yeah i just wanted to uh okay remind people about your dave mason com to find out your tour dates and uh um, yes and what, are you still, I mean, do you feel the impulse? I mean, you know, this this whole th- this thing of, you know, playing the favorites, playing new stuff. People, they obviously want to hear some of the favorites, but, you know, the artist wants to get out new material. Are, do you have new material that you, you want to, that you're putting out there at all? <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I do. I have stuff, but I've just, you know, for me, it's... Uh, you know, it's it's the you know the internet. It's a great tool, but it's a double-edged sword, and it's sort of destroyed mm. intellectual property. Oh. Yeah. Um, so a big piece of our 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 livelihood is gone, mm. and I find that putting a record out is an exercise in futility. Mm-hmm. Most of it, I put down to, um, I mean terrestrial radio is still a very powerful format uh, it's not all about the internet but there's nobody home there yeah yeah fm and there's nobody there there's nobody there's none of you know the great days of fm when there were dj and it'd be hey man check out the new record here and then they tell you who it is and what it is and nothing it's just an and then you know Everybody just think it's it's an entitlement to do. I mean, they all sit out there in the audience with that god, you know, goddamn one eye looking at you, and it's like turn the damn thing off, okay? But, so it all gets all gets made into zeros and ones.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so
2: and nobody really cares. Nobody really bothers about it, and most of the public don't understand anyway right. of of how much this disappeared.
1: Yeah, they keep you up. know. People on, keep on promoting, get your music on Spotify and they pay, you have to sell like, uh, you know, I don't know. You
2: know. Well, Spotify is rip, ripping the artists off like mm. worse than the labels ever did.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: They're not paying, because they're not paying the mechanicals and the royalties. Yeah. So, you know, we'd, we've built these, built these monoliths and worth God knows how much. And, you know, if it wasn't for the, for the musicians, the music. They wouldn't exist. So, but we're always
0: last in line, you know, with the artists. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, and you're <laughs> and you're the foundation, right? You're the, they they wouldn't exist without the artists. But they're you, you need
1: lobbyists or ask what ASCAP and BMI. They're not strong enough, I guess. They, they, well, they just you
2: know too many lobbyists down in uh, too many lobbyists lobbying,
1: yeah, yeah. lobbying for the.
2: And they, you know, they they, they they, class it as, well, you know, there's attacks, and it's like, you know, and and we're not going to be, um, unfortunately,
0: there's no Samuel Clements anymore down there fighting. Right, <laughs> <first>. yeah. <laughs> So with the iPhone and all technology, I, I are people bootlegging. I mean, is that just a common thing? People are bootlegging concerts and uploading Oh, them?
2: you mean they politely call it file sharing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's call it yeah. what it is. Yeah. I have a more old fashioned word for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Piracy. Rip yeah. Um, Stealing. Stealing. <laughs> <point>. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just taking it, you
0: know. So yeah. no, that's
2: all. So to circle back, no, it's I don't really. I mean, there's the new Alone Together again album out there, which they put out with BMG, which is basically I put out as really as a vinyl, mm-hmm. uh, multicolored, and, and that sort of thing. Vinyl sort of made, making a made a sort of somewhat of a comeback. Oh, right but otherwise yeah i i mean uh, mostly i just if i take it whatever there is on you know cd's or whatever um i take it to the shows mm-hmm. and, that, and mostly that's where you can get it or you go to my website and there are things up there that that you can that the, that i not don't necessarily put out but you can get
1: iTunes Download. gives the artist sixty what cents per song. I mean, that's probably mis- I'm sorry, um, iTunes. I'm
0: sorry. He, was, he was asking about iTunes. iTunes,
2: yeah, they You know, they take their. What do they take? Forty percent.
1: Yes, the artist gets um, sixty cents a song. That's something. That's better than Spotify. You don't have to sell like a hundred thousand albums. Better
2: than Spotify, but the problem. But the thing is, is it just it's you know you're just in one big yeah you're in one world one massive supermarket and then unless you're being promoted i mean they ram that youtube stuff up every down everybody's throat by sticking it up in your phone whether you want it or not because they gave them some stupid amount of money um for the right to do it which was crazy um but that's so that's, you know, there's just there's a my, there's a small handful of artists that that are in the bracket where most people seem to think that are, you know, as you're a rock and roll star, that you're super wealthy or you're this or you're that. You know, we're all just we're all working stiff.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: The majority of us or we're as I put in the new song, we're just road dogs
0: yeah well speaking of that maybe be our last question because times up, but you know we're the same age and you know walking upstairs can be a challenge so how do you keep your energy health do you have a regimen do you care do you exercise do you have a diet that you stick to to you know uh
2: well i'm mostly diet wise i don't eat i don't eat anything that generate that produces sugar for one thing mm. um so and i'm very much um a protein guy and um i can still get around and the fingers and the hands still work mm-hmm. hair's gone but <laughs> <laughs> i don't really care about that um and that's about it on the road i just i, I sleep i eat i play
0: yeah <laughs> That's the that's the routine. <laughs> that's a good that's a good one. Right. Well, Trace, didn't Trace just saw Buddy Guy? I think he's eighty five and just was that, right. Trace? Right,
1: yeah, he was phenomenal. His show at the uh, Wall Street Theater. Oh, um, uh, yeah, Buddy. Yeah. yeah, he was went out and he did all kinds of stuff to, like fun, fun things. Um, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, you know, uh, and he had a great backup guitar player that he let him shine for about five minutes. It was really incredible that they had to go in the back, you know? Yeah.
2: Well, I'm not dancing around and I'm not walking into the audience, unfortunately, but <laughs> I got a great, I got a great band. Yeah. Um, and it's a great live music and we yeah, the songs are great. Yeah. and I do some revamp stuff of traffic from that so but it's otherwise if you're if you're looking for dancing girls and fireworks and flames <laughs> then this is not the show to come to <laughs> no, okay but if you if you love great music and a great band then yeah
0: you gotta check it out okay well it's a perfect place to end DaveMasonMusic.com thanks a lot check out nice his tour time. dates buy the music yeah sorry sorry for the confusion there guys Oh, worked out fine thanks yeah okay thanks, Dave. you take care Okay, bye. Bye-bye.